Imagine unlocking a version of yourself that's unstoppable, where mental barriers no longer hold you back. Listen to Mentally Stronger with me, Amy Morin, therapist and international bestselling author, here to guide you on a journey to reaching your greatest potential. Every Monday, I bring you into conversations with some of the most fascinating minds, experts, authors, entrepreneurs, athletes, and musicians. They don't just share stories. They reveal the mental strategies that propelled them to the top. But here's the real magic. At the end of each episode, I break down their wisdom into practical therapist-approved advice. In my solo episodes, I dive deep into the techniques that build mental strength. It's like having your own personal therapy session as you discover how to turn these insights into steps you can take right now. This podcast isn't just for those facing mental health challenges. It's for anyone who wants to push their limits, achieve peak performance, and truly thrive. Are you ready to unlock your full potential? Then it's time to become mentally stronger. Subscribe to Mentally Stronger with therapist Amy Morin, available wherever you love to listen to podcasts. There were two more murders 15 miles when away. Arrived, they found the telephone and described by one investigator as reminiscent of a weird religion. A cup of murder. There has been a theory floating around that those who play violent video games or watch violent movies suffer from something called game brain, where they can't differentiate between fiction and reality. It can be a controversial excuse, and on June 1st, 2004, a crime would be committed that would bring the game brain theory into light in Japan. So, if you like your coffee hot but your bones chilled, sit back and start your day with a morning cup of murder. On June 1st, in the city of Sasebo, an 11-year-old girl murdered her 12-year-old classmate in an empty classroom at their elementary school during their lunch hour. The girl, whose identity has never been released, slit Satomi Mitare's throat and arms with a utility knife. She then left her body and returned to her own classroom covered in blood. The girl's teacher, who had noticed the girls were both missing, found her body and called the police. The girl confessed and after initially saying she had no motive, said that she and Satomi had fought as a result of messages on social media. Satomi had commented on the girl's weight and called her a goody-goody. The Japanese court ruled to institutionalize the girl for four years and she was released in 2008 and during her time in the institution she was diagnosed with Asperger's syndrome. This crime provoked the Japanese government to consider lowering the age of criminal responsibility because the girl was, until the day of the murder, considered completely normal and well-adjusted. The only trigger they could theorize was the game brain theory because the killer is reported to be a fan of death-themed animes. But others speculate that this was just superstition. Thank you for joining me in my morning cup of murder. Please join me again tomorrow to hear what terrible thing happened on June 2nd. Don't forget to rate and subscribe and let me know how you like it. And please, please share it with your friends. And remember, stay safe. This has been My Morning Cup of Murder. My Morning Cup of Murder is a daily podcast that talks about something that has happened in the true crime world on this day in history. Thank you for listening.